Hey, good afternoon. Pat Zemer here with MagnaWay, coming to you today with our Tuesday edition of Office Hours. We try to be here every Tuesday. I'm here most of the time. Sometimes Elaine and I are together. Sometimes Elaine's by herself. But at any rate, uh, I'm here with you today to have a conversation with you, answer your questions, whatever you might want to talk about with regard to MagnaWave. So all you got to do is put your questions in the chat box. I'll be able to see the questions and uh, answer them for you. Or if you'd like to speak with me, uh, give me a call at 502-414-3436. Just send a text to that number and uh, with your question and name, or just send a text to that number with your name and I will call you back and we can have a conversation again, whatever it is that you might want to discuss with regard to MagnaWave machines, training, uh, marketing materials, whatever it may be. So we're excited to uh, be here with you to help answer those questions. Uh, Tony's with me today. Emily's with me as well, uh, helping out and making sure that everything is flowing well and all the other marketing folks are certainly on board helping us out. So Tony, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the new book, the video uh, book that we uh, that we have that's going to be available for the uh, practitioners. Do we have a video on that at any chance uh, available? We've got an example video that we, we used last week. I'll see if I can pull it up real quick. Okay, yeah, if you, if you can find that, they don't have to have, but I'll just kind of describe it. So what this is, and this is not one of them, but it's something like this. It's a book, and when you open the book, there'll be a screen inside the book with four buttons that you can play four different videos. And so as a practitioner, you can pick which videos you want to have in the book and they can be customized to your business. So they can be the standard videos that we have available, explaining PEMF, maybe talking about animal PEMF, talking about small animal PEMF, all types of videos will be available. So again, you can put your video in it or you can have the stock videos that we have. So what you'll do is you'll take this book, you're out, you're working a show somewhere and you're, someone asks a question, well, what about this and what about that? While you're treating a horse, you can hand them this book and there will be four 30 second videos inside this book answering the questions. And they can be tailored to the point. Let's say that you're working on livestock or you're specifically you're working on pigs and uh, show pigs, that type of thing. You could have four videos in this book that someone can open, have a look at, and uh, learn much more about PMF, learn about your business. And these will be available soon. I don't know exactly uh, when they will be available coming up. I mean, they're in, ready to be in production now. We have uh, a couple of them ready that are coming, but uh, we're going to expand the library of uh, videos that you can put into this video book, if you will. And so we're excited about that and we'll be more information coming up about that as well. So here's what you can do. You can take this book and let's say you're going to visit a farm and you go visit them and they're thinking about using your services and you say, here, let me leave this with you and you can take a look at it. I'll come back and pick it up tomorrow or the next day. Gives you two opportunities to talk with somebody, give them the book, let them spend time with it because what they'll do is they'll take this this book, this video book, and they'll show it to their spouse, they'll show it to their friends, and it'll be very busy for the next day or so that they're utilizing this book. And then again, you get uh, the opportunity to go back and uh, pick up the book and have more interaction with your customers. The cover will be able to have a way to customize the cover, again, with your business name or your business activity that you're, that you're pursuing. So it's pretty exciting and it, it's coming along. And when Tony gets the video, he'll let me know and uh, we'll have a look at it uh, so you can uh, see more and learn more. So again, if you'd like to ask me a question, do you have it, Tony? I do, it's ready. 
You ready? All right, let's yes, play. Sir. There you go. That's the video book that we're putting together for you that can be, again, totally customized. So we're very excited about that, looking forward to uh, bringing that, making that available to you. And you may have noticed on the book, one of the samples that we were showing there, this will be something that will have videos for you. We can make custom videos for you. If you want to do your own videos and then download them into the book for your own use, you can do that. So it's just going to be totally flexible and uh, gives you a big screen presence uh, right in the palm of your hand as you're uh, building your business and talking with your customers and educating your friends, customers, and so on and so forth. So we're excited about that. But again, if you have a question, uh, simply send me a text to the number 502-414-3436, and I'd be happy to uh, give you a call back and uh, answer your question, if you will. Or let me see if there's anything in the uh, comment box. Let's see who's with us this morning. Uh, Sandy's with us. Stephen's with us this morning. Um, let's see, JD, JD's with us, Angela's with us, Don's with us this morning. So uh, a lot of good folks with us today. Let's see, is the backlog on rental machines getting any better? Uh, good question, JD, and uh, I'll have to find out for you. I know we've had a black backlog type situation and uh, we're working to, uh, to solve that. Perhaps Emily can check for me and uh, give us an answer on that in the, in the chat box here to see how the backlog is doing. Uh, Kevin has joined us on CastBox. We're on CastBox today as well. And Stephanie's with us this morning. Thank you. And so we're going to get some more information uh, with you uh, uh, with regard to the rental machines being available. Let's see. Happy Tuesday. Good morning to everyone. Glad you're all here with us uh, to spend some time. Again, if you have a question, just throw it in the chat box and I'd be happy to uh, have a look at it for you and answer those questions. If we don't get any questions, I'll talk for a little bit and then we'll go on. But I know somebody's going to have a question. Uh, Kim's with us this morning. Good morning to Kim and uh, we'll be happy to uh, answer your questions, whatever they may be about. Let me take a look here and have a look at uh, Facebook real quick and see if there's anything posted on Facebook that maybe we can answer. Let me pull that up here. Let's see. Someone on CastBox says, your accent are too good. <laughs> I don't know what they mean exactly, but um, there we go. Now I can't get into, into Facebook for some reason. Let me find the telephone. And I'm going to do it that way. And I don't know where my telephone is. Well, you know, we're having a big time here this morning. <laughs> Keeping up with uh, everything we need to do to follow uh, what's going on.
would you treat bad eyes in cattle? Thank you for the question. Uh, how would you treat bad eyes in cattle? Well, a lot of times uh, when people treat eyes, they simply take the coil and put it near the eyes and let's let the pulsing go in, let the pulsing improve the circulation in the eye, let it help the strength of the eye as it's pulsing, pulsing the area. So you might uh, want to uh, explore that and use it in that fashion, but that's what you would do. That's what I do. I had cataract surgery almost a year ago now, and I treat myself with the LZR and I have a, let me, how do I describe this? I have kind of a, I, my eyes get watery very easily. And so I've learned that with the LZR and I just close my eyes and I put the LZR right on my, right on my eyes and let it penetrate through the lids. I don't have my eyes open it helps that problem. It helps take away the dryness uh, or the wetness of, of the eye and uh, makes it more comfortable for me. So I'm not, you know, blinking all the time because I feel like I'm uh, teary, but I'm not teary. It's just, it's just a, a wetness that, uh, that occurs in my eye. I'm very sensitive to light now that I wasn't before. I wear, I almost always have to wear my sunglasses, which is fine because I'm seeing 2020 uh, that I haven't seen 2020 for probably 30 years and uh, farsighted and nearsighted. But uh, so I use the LZR for that and I'll do this, but I'll do the same thing. I'll take the butterfly loop and hold it right up to my eyes like this and let it go for three or four minutes on a comfortable setting. I don't want to make it uncomfortable. So I do that. Well, I would assume that you would, uh, or I would presume or re recommend that you would do the same thing to with a a, a, with a cow or a, a small animal or a large animal, horse, whatever it may be, to help improve the overall situation and circulation uh, within the eye. What you're doing is you're setting the body up, the eye up to better take care of itself. So if there's something there, if there's inflammation deep into the eye causing a problem, if you can help relieve that inf inflammation, you can maybe relieve the situation that's causing the problem. So that's, that's what I would have a look at as far as uh, <clears throat> treating bad eyes in cattle. You might also use uh, the uh, HydroWave, spray the HydroWave, the concentration, 50-50 concentration of HydroWave, just mist that into the eye and then treat. And if there's any bacteria or any infection in there that's causing a problem, that, that HydroWave silver oxygenated water is going to help that type of situation as well. So we've got some opportunities there uh, to deal uh, with the eye issues. Now, also you've got C60. You could take C60, put it in some of their food or on treats and treat the animal regularly. And I've had people that have had uh, C60 to help their eye issues as well. So you've got some alternatives, but I would simply put the coil at the eye at, that you're having problems with or both eyes and uh, treat away three to five minutes on a very comfortable, moderate setting uh, to get good penetration into the eye. Let's see, find the, okay, eyes. Good morning. Currently on my horse riding, so we'll see how this goes. On, on my horse riding, we'll see how this goes. I'm about to give a session to someone with Crohn's. I've read everything about your practitioner's page. Any more input? Thank you. No, uh, the practitioner page pretty well covers if you're dealing yourself with those types uh, of issues. Again, what we're doing in, in as far as helping the blood flow in the body and the blood oxygenation in the body is to allow the body to feel good, to be well, and to allow itself to better heal itself. And so that's the situation. So you want to treat the overall area of pain, treat the overall area of the body to allow for good oxygen 
oxygenation, good blood flow, good comfort, and away you go. And hopefully it's a situation. Everyone is different. Every animal is different. So you, you know, you need to just approach it from that type situation. You certainly always want to check with your veterinarian or your doctor that you're dealing with in those types of situations. So they're, uh, they understand what you're doing and you can uh, uh, proceed accordingly. So I hope that hope that helps a little bit. Okay, let's see. Um, can you tell me how MagnaWave helps with abscesses? Sure. Uh, basically, you have an abscess in a hoof, and you want to you want to clear it. So you have the inflammation, you have the the, the buildup of pus, the buildup of what's going on, and you need to try to relieve that. You need to try to get that out of there. So when you pulse that area of the foot, you're, you're doing that and it just gets all the circulation going and everything moving as you would like it to do. And we found a few years ago after a couple of treatments, one, two, maybe three treatments on as high a setting as the animal will tolerate, you can get those abscesses to blow, to move, to, to become free and to bear, therefore allowing the situation to heal itself at that point. So all we're trying to do again is move the circulation in the area, but that's how you would do it. At the beginning, what we would do is we would bring the hoof up and hoof in the air. So you're on the horse is on three legs and then you would treat the bottom of the foot with the butterfly. Now with the, with the zoom box and the zoom paddle, you simply put the paddle inside the box, put the foot, uh, the hoof on top of the zoom box and you turn it up and you can move it and get it cleared up. We've had this success. We've seen the success on abscesses with all of the devices. It's not just the highest powered devices that do it. Now with the semi machines and so forth, you may have to do it a little longer, not eight or 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. Uh, but I've seen that be aid in the uh, relieve relieving and eliminating, helping eliminating the abscesses very effectively in that fashion. Uh, with the smaller machines, turn them up as high as they'll go and treat away. With the larger machines, turn it up to the point that the animal will allow you to use it. In most cases, when you're treating an extremity, a foot, they'll allow you to pretty much turn the machine all the way up and uh, treat and hopefully get the result uh, that, you're, that you're looking for. Again, you always know that you, if you get a very complicated situation, you want to check with your veterinarian and make sure that they're on to uh, uh, what you're doing. Uh, Sandra Snell writes, LZR for cattle eye. MW may man, man, damage federal cattle ID ear tag. Um, great idea, Sandra, using the LZR on the eyes. We've tested the devices with all kinds of implants. Uh, for identification that they put in the in the horses and, and cattle. Uh, it's a good question on the uh, ear tag. We probably need to research that and uh, make sure that it, we don't uh, have any damage or any in, uh, mess with those ear tags because that's very important how they're done. Thank you for bringing that up and we will check that out and try to get some uh, further information for you. But the LZR, Sandra is absolutely right, uh, would be very beneficial uh, for those types of situations. Uh, let's see. Thank you, Sandra. Hazel's in Northern Michigan. Catherine's with us this morning. Um, Hannah's, Hannah's with us this morning. Okay. Due to the pandemic causing worldwide supply chain, oh, our normal timeline may be delayed. We apologize for any inconvenience working with the availability of the rental devices. And, you know, we're no different than anybody else. We're, you, our, our manufacturers are having difficulty getting some parts. I mean, all of a sudden it'll be very small part, might only be a dollar part, 
bingo, you can't get them. And you look all over the country and you, and they can, they can't find them or they, they're told it'll take three months to get them. It's just really a challenge. Uh, we've been very lucky through this whole process that it really not has, has really has not impacted us tremendously with regard to availability, but we have run into situations because of the pandemic that makes it difficult for the manufacturers to secure all the parts or all the pieces they need to build the machines in a fast fashion as they used to be able to do. So that is the situation and we certainly uh, apologize and we're sorry that we have those issues just as many people do. We were talking yesterday with the manufacturer for the pads, the mats that we have. They're talking about vinyl being out months to get the right, the, the color vinyl that we want. So we even change the color of the vinyl for the mats in order to be able to get the material that's, that's a micro, uh, antimicrobial so we can have that the way you want it cleanable the da, 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 and to have that available so we're looking at changing even the color in order to get the uh, materials that we need so you know we we're, we're stuck in this just like everybody else but we're dealing with it and we're going to make it work and uh, hang in there as best we can um, Leilani is with us this morning from Aiken South Carolina I understand uh, she just moved we just moved so moving is a big job. <laughs> I've learned a long time ago. If you think you're going to move in a day, you're not. It's going to take you three days. And it, and then the old thing is, you know, if you think you're going to move for a thousand bucks, it's going to cost you two thousand bucks, or whatever the whatever the number is, or whatever you got to do. It's just those types of challenges, and it always gets uh, more involved uh, than you think. But uh, we made it. We're in. Everything's comfortable, and I'm in my new studio now. And uh, this is the second broadcast. Last week I wasn't here because um, of the move and everything going on, but uh, we're ready to go now. So if you have any questions, put them in the uh, chat box and I'd be happy to answer them for you. And um, let's see, one side, Rocky asked, my eyes become red on one side, what should be good to do? Well, uh, Rocky, what I would do is as I was describing is uh, use a MagnaWave coil on your eye and get good circulation there and uh, improve the healing process. Or as Sandra pointed out, use the LZR, which I do uh, for my cataract surgery because of uh, moisture in the eye or wetness in the eye. And it just helps that uh, much easier. It makes it clearer. That's my, that's my issue. I get, uh, I get some sensitivity and it almost impedes my vision because I've got just so much uh, watering going on, not tearing, just, moisture and a lot of people don't have enough moisture in their eyes and I hear I have more than I need but what do you do what do you say you just keep keep going forward all right let's see if there's any other questions here if you let me check and see if anyone sent a message nope uh 502-414-3436 if you'd like to talk to me and I'd love to do that because quite often when we have a conversation we get much deeper into the conversation and much deeper into the subject uh and as we t converse as opposed to you typing a question and my answering it off the top of my head uh quickly but it's so often I've learned that that you guys are so good that uh, you answer a question uh that I'm answering and the the conversation in the in the chat box just gets do, 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 more and more answers that are uh, that are excellent 
and I, it's uh, such re, it's so rewarding to me. It's, it makes me feel so good that everybody is learning and they're expanding their horizons and they can answer questions and uh, for their customers and and what's going on. So that's that's great. Uh, let's see some new comments. Perhaps we have a question. Do the airlines require any special treatment if you're flying with your machine? They don't really require uh, special treatment. Um, you do want to, what I always recommend is, is do not check your machine as baggage uh, because, or luggage, because they, you know, they'll move it on and off of those carts and they're around the airport and they throw the luggage from one place to another. And we don't really want to toss these machines around very much. It's just not, not good for them. But uh, if you have to do that, do it, but be careful. If you have to do that, sometimes put it in a box, which protects the wheels more than anything else. The The wheels can get damaged uh, as, the, as the machines are moved around. But what I always recommend is you check it at the gate. So you take your machine through, it goes through TSA. If you've never been through TSA and it's the first time for you and it, or it's a new airport for you, it could take a little time because they'll look at it, they'll x-ray it, they'll swab it for to make sure that it's not dangerous or not a bomb, you know, because on the on the inside, it can look a little bit like the bomb uh, with the capacitor and the diodes and everything that's in there. It can look a little uh, threatening. Uh, in fact, when I was leaving Dubai back in 2007, they wouldn't let us out uh, easily because they just knew that we had something dangerous uh, in that gray box uh, that we were carrying with us and had to show uh, the sheik's card to some folks and say, no, 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 we're here as guests and we're doing this. And, and so they let us go. But we went through a lot of conversation of conversation about that. So uh, when you travel, uh, take it with you, make sure. It always helps to have a, maybe you have a veterinary brochure with you that explaining what it is and that you can physically hand it to someone and they can read it. They can read your brochure or your business card and see, oh, okay, and see how it is used. And that just helps clarify their questions that they may have. So again, it can take a little time to get through. First few times, I know flying out of Louisville, the first few times we did it, it was always an hour or a long time getting it, discussing it with them, with them uh, having them swab it and everything they did. And this was all pre-9-11, uh, uh, but still it was something that, that we had had to do. And but now it you know, they see it. They've seen us. They know what's going on and we can go through a lot easier. Check it at the gate. That way they'll put it below the in the aircraft and then you get it right back when you land and take it to your uh, next uh destination. And if it, if you're changing planes and they're moving luggage, typically that that happens better than from the beginning of the luggage process to the initial initial aircraft. So if they check it and it'll be with you when you get to where you're going, it'll stay with that particular aircraft. So nothing special. Nothing has to be uh, Mario's with us this morning. Hey, Mario, how you doing, buddy? Uh, thanks for joining us. We're glad you're here. And uh, it's always fun to visit with Mario and, and see what's going on. Maybe he's got some information for us today. Uh, Stephen asked the question, does it work for diabetes? Well, it, it works for good blood oxygenation, good blood flow. And uh, if, you, if you're doing everything that you should do uh, for your diabetes with regard to diet and so forth, can it help your overall uh, wellness of the body and allow the body to better function as it is designed to do? Yes. 
and uh, there have been folks that have utilized it in that fashion. Um, uh, my wife uh, has some diabetic issues and she uses the machine uh, religiously. Uh, for those who have diabetes and suffer with some neuropathy issues, it can help the circulation in the feet and in the hands. So certainly there it can relieve that, keep, keep things flowing the way we want it to. So uh, always situation, discuss that with your doctor as you're going forward. We don't make any claims. We're not a medical device. We're a health and wellness device that people use with a lot of different situations and they feel better and their body, their blood flow and everything is improved and that can help the various conditions that someone may be dealing with. So I hope that uh, works. Uh, Mario just went through TSA about six minutes ago. Where are you flying, Mario? Where are you going? You're, that that man moves around uh, a lot. Mario and I, Mario and I first met uh, met Debbie and I in uh, uh, San Diego. We were there for a marketing conference and. Uh, and Mario and I had had some conversations via text and email prior to this conference, and we both wound up at the same conference by happenstance, actually, and we met in the airport and uh, stayed in the same hotel while attending this marketing conference back in uh, 2011, actually, and uh, so a lot of good things have happened. Uh, we've Marketing has worked well for MagnaWave and for us and for Mario as well, so uh, that's one of the reasons that we work very hard. Elaine's marketing classes, building business, build, business builder classes that she conducts are, are wonderful and gives a lot of good information. And, you know, you can sit back talking about that. You, you, a person can sit down and think, well, I know I need to do social media or I need to do this and I need to do that better and I need to create content over here. And But sometimes we just need somebody else to say, yeah, you would need to do all that, but do it this way or come over here and think about it from this perspective. And it just opens your eyes to something that you already know or someone has already told you uh, funny situation. And it's a, it's a very true story, but I was going to these marketing conferences and I hired a business coach to uh, help me out. And at one point in time, uh, I, I agreed to go to this, spend a day with this business coach in their office and really get deep into what was going on. And, and we'd had two or three television, telephone interviews prior to the conference, also in San Diego where this gentleman was located. And the fee for this course was $10,000. And uh, which was, you know, th that was a big deal. It's a huge deal. It's still a huge deal. That's a lot of money to to spend for one day, uh, three or four hours of telephone conferences, and then one day, which you, you only get four or five hours out of that day by the time you have breakfast, lunch, dinner, the whole nine yards. But uh, went to the conference, uh, paid the gentleman $10,000, got there. He gave me a lot of good ideas, told me what I should be doing, what I shouldn't be doing, to, broke my time, my day down as to how many hours a day I spend doing this, how much time you spend doing that. And all of a sudden you look at it, you're wasting a lot of time through the day. And so he charted out what I should not do and what I should do. And, and I came home and I thought, well, I've got some great notes. And my wife looked at me and she says, I've been telling you that for 10 years. And, I, and she was right. But you just need sometimes to have someone else tell you. So that's always good to have a mentor if you're building a business. It's always good to have somebody there because people will tell us, but we have to listen. And sometimes it takes a dedication to something to listen or to all of a sudden have that have that uh, bell go off in your head that says, oh, I need to do that. And if I do just this, it's going to change that. And 
that's what happened and it was a good deal actually and my wife was actually okay with it everything was fine but it was funny she just looked at me and he said hmm I've been telling you <laughs> she was right she had been telling me okay let's see uh, there's some business builder classes uh, Mario just went through TSA again and folks are with us on Castbox. We're happy about that. Let me check and see if we've had anybody send us a message. Oh, healing. Uh, yes, we have a question here. Let's come up here and give a call. Um, COPD, let's ring it up here. Leg pain. Here we go. Hello. Hello, Pat Zemer here. Hi, Pat. This is Tracy Walker Bush. Hey, Tracy, how are you? I'm doing just fine. Um, my question is, I um, have been working with my father from a distance. I got that soul machine uh -huh. for him to keep at his house, and I've had him on several different protocols. He's got COPD, mm -hmm. and he has a lot of lower leg pain. And um, I, I've tried several different protocols, including... Every one of them includes overall body and uh, foot, uh, you know, putting it below the feet for uh, foot acupressure and then uh, also treating the lungs uh, and treating the legs. Uh, he's getting not a lot of improvement. He's getting some improvement, but not a lot. And I'm trying to figure out a different direction. How long has it been? Uh, it has been about three weeks, and I have him working uh, a different protocol for about the five days, and then off three, and then go back to it. Right. You know, um, if he's seeing some improvement, what's? Let me ask you this: What is what's his age? He is seventy-six. Seventy-six. He's a young guy. <laughs> I can say that. Uh, um, you know, it, 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 part of the problem is what is the severity of the damage? Uh, we've had that with people that have neuropathy type of situations that it's, it's very advanced. The more advanced it is, the harder it is to get it to reverse. How long has he had the situation? Um, well, it's just, I mean, He's been a horseman for many years, and it's just gradually built probably over the last five years. Yeah, so, and, yeah, there's some time there that has, has allowed it to develop. And so if it took five years to, I'm not going to say it's going to take five years to relieve it, but as you've heard me say many times with my wife Debbie's back issues with the herniated discs, it took us, it took us three months um, uh, to get some relief to where she got three or four weeks weeks worth of relief from one or two treatments and but it took us three months to get there and so you you want to as Dr. Dreesen has always pointed out as long as he's continuing to improve or the function continues to improve continue to treat now if it's been three weeks I, I hate to say it but it could take a few months to get it to where he's at least content with how he's how he's feeling and uh, hopefully you can get it to reverse totally hopefully you can get it to where you have better mobility and everything the pain is relieved uh, to that point 
uh, and so it just it just could take it could take some more time. And I know that that's not always the situation because maybe the machine's only rented for a month or two months, whatever the situation may be. Or if, it, if it's purchased and he can hang on to it, then then that would be the thing to do. But we all want it to be quicker than it sometimes is, but it can it can take some time. And and I think changing up the protocols is a good thing. Uh, you know, you're improving the blood flow to the whole body just by treating the upper body and the lungs. And so that good oxygenated blood flow is going to go everywhere into even his legs and lower extremities. But uh, have a look at that. Well, the other thing that you might do, Tracy, would uh, be look at the acupuncture points uh, for the areas of discomfort and treat those as well. Treat those areas as well. Um uh, with the coils and you don't have to be right on it. You just need to be near it if you know where it is and or the general location of it. So that would be a thought also. Do the protocols, but treat those specific acupuncture points. Now you're doing it by treating the bottom of the feet. You're, you're, uh, you're, you're treating the whole area as well uh, from the standpoint of, of treating treating the feet. What do they call that? Um, reflexology. So you're, you're hitting the reflexology points. Does that help? It, it does. I, I kind of was wondering if I, am I doing right by doing five days on and three days off? Should I extend that off period or? I would. I wouldn't do five on, three off in this type situation. I would do maybe um, five on, one off. Um, you don't want you don't want to over detoxify him. You want to allow him to be more normal and as toxic or, you know, normal toxicity. Let's put it that way. And uh, you don't want to take someone to the point that they take on flu like symptoms because they're totally detoxified and, and they don't and they feel weak. So by taking a day off or maybe sometimes two days. But I, I don't think you'd have to do that. I think uh, you would treat him. Uh, how long is, is the protocol? How long are you treating him a day? Uh, the protocol is about 40 minutes okay. on the soul. Okay, so I, I would I'd go uh, five or six days, take a day off. Uh, every two weeks, maybe do two days uh, off, and uh, just. But I would keep I would keep going as as much as you as much as you can. If he's if he's feeling fine, I, I keep going. Um, and if he in, if he's out doing things and working and in the fields and on the farm and so forth, you, you don't have the being toxin uh, free or having less tox toxicity to the body is is not going to occur as readily as someone who may be inside, not outside. You know, good air all the time, and so it could affect them a little differently. But it's like a horse; it's very hard to detoxify a horse because they're always on the ground eating, uh, you know, hay and all that stuff that they're doing, and so it, it's uh, it's a never-ending battle from that perspective. So. I would, I, I believe I'd go, you know, if you want to do five or six days, take a day off, five or six days, take a day off, five or six days, maybe two days, and just play it from that uh, type of situation. Or you might get to the point that you do every other day for a week and then every day for a week, every other day for a week, every day for a week, and approach it from that perspective. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. Okay, Tracy, thanks for calling. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. Wow. Great, great question. And I uh, hope that is, is helpful. 
Um, and what we, we learned this the hard way uh, when we were dealing with my wife's herniated discs, trying to get, get her comfortable and get her to where she could have good movement and no pain in her neck and shoulders. We treated her every day for 30 minutes and we did that for 30 days. And all of a sudden she was detoxified to the point that she took on flu-like symptoms and we didn't know what it was. And so we started asking around, talking to the various manufacturers and doctors that had used PEMF and they said, oh yeah, you need to lay off every once in a while. So if someone does not detoxify too rapidly or detoxify over a period of time. And so that's where we talk about. Uh, and then what we did after that is we treated her every other day for another 60 days, basically, and to get the result that we were looking for. And this now goes back to 2007. So a long time ago to 17, 20 to 14, 15 years ago. And uh, she has total mobility, no pain in her. She goes to the doctor and they do an x-ray and they think, my God, ma'am, we got to do something about your back. You, you, you got, you're really messed up back there. Doesn't that hurt? No, doesn't bother me at all. And uh, she treats herself when she has a little pain or, or situation and she just keeps right on, right on going. So she can get three or four weeks of good mobility and no pain out of one or two treatments. Now, when she's moving like we just did or when she's dealing with the grandkids, picking up, putting down, so on, she maybe needs to treat herself a little more often. But uh, it, that's how we got to where we wanted to be with her and it worked and uh, that's a, a good type of situation. Okay, let me come back over here, see if there might be anything in the, oh my, here's a question. Can you explain, let me, uh, if someone issues, if someone has issues from mold and Lyme disease, what would you recommend? Well, mold's a tough one. I mean, mold is, is a chemical type of situation reaction within the body that is a poisoning type of, of situation. So you need to make sure that you're trying to clean uh, the body. And, you know, if the doctor's got you doing something there, certainly stay away from the mold, uh, good clean air and so forth. But to treat the lungs, to get good blood flow, good oxygenation in there to help the body better heal itself is something to certainly look at. Uh, Lyme disease, a lot of people have used these devices on their animals and learned that they could uh, help themselves feel better and they would basically treat the area of pain. Uh, Lyme disease will focus on various areas of the body and it differs from client to client uh, where they may have those issues and how they want to deal with them. But if you're going to use a uh, device like ours, a wellness device to just help the body feel better, I'd put it right where they're having uh, the pain and uh, treat uh, often. And uh, we've seen people get relief. Uh, I know one doctor that I was trying to talk to about utilizing PEMF in their practice, their uh, equine chiropractors and human chiropractors. And I just couldn't had tough time getting through to them to uh, talk about PEMF. And uh, the uh, doctor, the, the, the woman doctor of the, of the couple, um, had a, a Lyme issue and she treated herself one time with PEMF and the situation was abated and, and she became a believer overnight. Now she had to subsequently do it some more, but she, she just got relief that she had never had after just one treatment. And so, and that was, she treated the area, it was on her inner abdomen and she uh, was able to treat her lower lower chest cavity and was able to treat the area um, 
one time and got some relief that was wonderful. So that's how I would approach the, the certainly the Lyme uh, situation and wherever there's pain, treat that area. But I'd also treat the, to get the, the chest from the back, the lungs from the back because it's closer to the lung itself. You don't have the resistance of the rib cage. And I would treat the lungs to get good blood flow and good oxygenation. Where's that going? To the whole body. So treat the area of issue and then treat the, uh, the lungs so you can get good blood flow to the entire body uh, that, to, get, to look for the result that you want in the health and wellness that we're trying to, uh, trying to deal with. Okay, um, can you please explain the concept of doing too much and creating toxic issues? Well, the, the system is aids in detoxification. It helps the body to detoxify. And so if you take someone, as a rule, it's not an issue, typically. And because when I first treated someone, if, they, if they're uncomfortable and they wanted to feel better, and I would take the machine and put it on their back, I'd do it for three to six minutes, and that was it. And, and they would get some relief, and then we'd do it again the next day, or we'd do, do some more. But sometimes uh, someone will treat a person and they'll and they'll maybe they're they've got a shoulder issue and they turn the machine pretty high because it feels good to them and it's helping the, the situation or they treat that and they might go for 30 or 40 minutes all the while you're detoxifying and there's reaction that somebody can have and to that and be very uncomfortable and not feel good and we don't want to cause that reaction so the secret is or not secret I hate to use that word the idea is to uh, utilize the device for a short period of time for the first few treatments so someone is used to it, they get, they know what they're, how they're feeling, and then build your time accordingly. But it really doesn't take, you know, it, and I, I've always said this, uh, six to eight minutes is a normal treatment time. Uh, on if you're treating a specific area, six to eight minutes is fine. Uh, any more than 15 minutes on an area, it, it's like vitamins. You, you take vitamin C, you may take a bunch, but you're, half of it's leaving you because you don't need it. The body sloughs off what it doesn't need. Same thing goes on here. You put energy into the body, the body's going to accept the energy that it can. And then if it's, you know, too much, it just, it just, you just, it's like spraying water on yourself. You get wet, you're wet. You keep spraying, you're still wet. And, you know, so you got to just, and it didn't, nothing changes until you turn the hose off and you, and you dry off. Well, so that's the situation here. And that's what happens with detoxification. Some people, uh, maybe one out of a hundred is the number that I've normally used over the years, are so sensitive to the electromagnetic fields. They're also sensitive to their TV being on or their microwave or the high power wi uh, wires outside, the power lines that, that are putting off EMF constantly. People that are very sensitive, sometimes that's because they're very toxic. They have a high toxicity in their body. And so it makes it very uncomfortable for them. And so one out of a hundred people cannot hardly be treated with our devices at all. It just, it just makes them very uncomfortable. Well. Sometimes if someone is toxic and, and most people don't run around and or walk around every day and say, hmm, I wonder how my toxicity is today or do I need to detoxify a little bit? Now, some people detoxify once a month or they, they're always on some type of green tea regimen to keep their toxins at a level that they feel their boosts their immune system and they and they go and they live accordingly. Well, that that's a situation. And so what would what would 
we don't want to do is take so many toxins away that someone has a reaction or someone takes on flu-like symptoms very rapidly. So that's kind of what happens and how it goes. So we always talk about treating just at a very moderate setting for a short period of time for the first couple of treatments. So someone does not, it's kind of like a deep tissue massage. If you've ever had a deep tissue massage and you get up off the table, you're sore. It hurts. But the next day you feel wonderful. Well, the beauty of what we're doing is you don't have to do that. You, we can get deep into the tissues without putting so much pressure or so much heavy pulsing that it makes them sore. And so it's, that's the way to approach it. You want to approach it. Comfort is the key. What I always have done, if I'm treating a man particularly, a man will say, oh, yeah, boy, that feels good. I, I can, I, yeah, I can, you know, how does it feel? Oh, I can, I can handle that. If someone says I can handle it, I turn it down. You know, or I can take that, I turn it down because I don't want to give them too much movement, too much energy to a to a joint or to a shoulder or wherever it may be that they're sore before they feel better the next day. We don't have to do that. That's that's one of the beauties of, of what we've got. Whereas with deep tissue massage, you get a deep tissue massage, you're sore. You're going to know it when you get up off that table. I once had a guy take me and Debbie. We were out in California, another meeting in California. And he said, I want to get you guys a massage. He took us to this place and they were walking <laughs> on my back. And uh, I, I wasn't very happy with that. Uh, although the next day it was pretty cool. I felt I felt good. But that day I felt like I'd been walked over <laughs> or run over by a truck. And uh, so but we don't need to do that. So I hope that helps when you talk about uh, toxic issues. You just want to you want to. You want to just treat in a manner that makes someone feel better and you don't have to do it at maximum power or at maximum time the first time out. And that's typically when that shows, when that type of reaction occurs is when somebody is doing it pretty strong and they do it for a longer period of time and you're detoxifying that person and whoop, I feel lightheaded or, oh, I don't feel so good. I'm having a, a reaction. It'll pass and it always does, but that's just, you want to be understanding of that when you uh, are first learning. I learned the hard way. I had a guy come up to me and it wasn't detoxification. I had a guy come up to me. He was a paratrooper. He was an aerial photographer and he worked horse shows. And, um, uh, and he said, man, my back has hurt me. Can you, can you help my back feel better? And I said, well, I can sure try. And so we put this thing on his back. He said, I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything at all. And so I'm turning it up and, and I'd only had my machine for a couple of days. Uh, it was, a, it was the Harrisburg horse show, uh, national horse show in Harrisburg. Uh, it was either the last of, uh, August or, uh, last, last of September, first of November. And, um, and so anyway, I'm treating this, this gentleman and, uh, he came back the next day. He said, I can't hardly walk. And I thought, well, I don't understand. You didn't feel it. Well, you know, I broke my back five times. I don't have any feeling in my back. Hello, <laughs> I learned a lesson that day. Uh, number one, uh, ask questions uh, of the of the owners of the horses and the animals that you're working on. What's going on? Always check with veterinarians. And if you know someone wants to try to feel a little better and have better wellness with the device, ask them questions. What's going on? Uh, what kind of history do you have here? And you're not trying to diagnose. You're just trying to find out what's comfortable and what's not comfortable to someone. Comfort is always the key. And um, so that's what happened there. But just as a sidebar to that story, the next day, the gentleman felt 
felt wonderful. So it was like a deep tissue massage, uh, basically what I did for him and, and, uh, but didn't need to, didn't, but I didn't know. I didn't know that he'd broken his back five times and falling out of jumping out of airplanes and aerial photography and all the stuff that he'd done. But I found out and uh, then I, you know, it's always good, uh, to learn those things and to move forward accordingly. Okay. Let's see. We have some new comments, but here's, uh, uh let me come back. Our daughter-in-law has had complications after a surgery and wound up with a wound about three fingers wide and two inches deep. We started treating her with the LZR and it has been a blessing. Her doctor is amazed at how fast her wound is healing and seeing the new skin growth. We are waiting to tell the doctor on what we are doing until she is healed. We have seen the LZR help with relieving pain in different areas and different clients, relieve sinus issues, relieve herpes, heal, uh, relieve herpes, heal faster and relieve, is there more? Um, nope, that's all I got on there. Oh, oh, how do I get rid of this now? Nope, there we go. And, and so that's great. The LZR is a wonderful addition. I was telling you earlier how I use it on my eyes after my cataract surgery just to help keep the, the uh, wetness in the eye controlled so I don't have any blurriness because of uh, wet, um, the eye, the fluid on the eye. So it's, it's a very good and works very well hand in hand uh, with the MagnaWave and what you're doing. So great, Dawn, thank you. Great uh, story. Thank you for shelling it, sh sharing it. Um, the answer to this, I think, I was curious about horses specifically. Mm, let's, let's see. Oh, <clears throat> okay. So Casey was talking about horses when she was talking about toxicity, uh, toxic issues. It, 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 Horses, it's good for horses to be uh, detoxified and have good toxic levels, toxin levels as they as they should be. Again, the doctor can tell you uh, how they feel about the toxicity of an animal and, and uh, what maybe needs to be done to help the detoxification process. Uh, but horses are very, in my estimation, in my uh, experience, because they're eating grass and hay and, and rolling around on the ground, it, they're, they're picking up plenty of toxins all the time and uh, utilizing them or not utilizing them, but having them in their body. So if you do things to help keep a tox toxic level under control or toxin level under control, then that would be good. And the, and the MagnaWave and the PEMF can certainly be a benefit to that process. All right, let's see. Um, I have a client asking about horses recovery from a snake bite. Skin sloughing off, lots of swelling under the vet care. They're thinking they may have put the horse down. Thoughts on magnawaving uh, the animal? I, I certainly would magnawave the animal to try to get good blood flow, good healthy blood flow to the area. I treat the area of the snake bite. Uh, certainly clear this with a veterinarian though. And but if they're thinking we had this with with uh, colic. Uh, for years, the veterinarians were saying, don't treat horses with colic. You know, they might need surgery. They might need this and that. And then all of a sudden, a horse trainer out in Texas, thoroughbred trainer in Texas had a horse that the vet said, I'm going to come out tomorrow and put it down. And so she had a magna wave and, and uh, uh, Donna was her first name. And, and uh, she called the vet and he said, she said, I'm going to do magna wave. I'm going to magna wave his, his bowel and his uh, 
area and so forth. And the vet said, go ahead, you know, I'll see you tomorrow when we put the horse down. Well, she did that for about 30 minutes and uh, maybe longer. She, her routine was to treat the area for, I believe for five minutes, uh, get, get the horse up, try to, or have it walk. It would be walking, which it was at, at, at times during the treatment. And with the next day, the horse was fine. And that horse was prone to colicking. So they had the situation over the years, but they always kept it under control. And when we started sharing that with veterinarians and seeing what, the, then they would come and they would understand and they would recommend, let's do it this way or let's do it that way. But you need to be very clear and concise with your veterinarian as to what you're, what you're going um, to do. But certainly in this kind of situation, um, why not uh, give it a shot to see if you can help the blood flow to the area, help stop, the, help the thing to heal up and to get some uh, situation in check. Now, if they, you know, certainly I've had people ask about snake bites and, and if they're snake bites and, they, and they're going to do an anecdote uh, for the animal or for the whatever's going on, you want the anecdote to do anecdote to do its job antidote to do its job and then come back and try to heat the heal treat the area to heal the wound and to get this situation back in in control you don't want to do it immediately and spread the poison which you can do certainly when you because we're going to it you know we talk about topical things being helped the be penetrate be absorbed into the body by utilizing utilizing this therapy so but if you're in a situation where it's not getting any better and they're concerned about it certainly i would uh give it a try. We've seen a lot of things. I had a horse in Florida uh, a few years ago that had a brown recluse bite on its back and they could not get that thing to heal. It, it was just an open sore, just getting larger. When I was first started with it, it was probably a, a good four inch diameter wound on the top of the horse, right in the area of the saddle. And so of course, couldn't saddle the horse, couldn't do anything. The horse would roll on and it would just, it was really a problem. And so we used some, some, a little machine to provide oxygen to the wound. And then we would treat with the MagnaWave. And uh, within a couple of weeks, we had it to where it was healed over. No hair, nothing like that would come, but at least it was healed over. And, uh, but it became very trying because we could get it to that point. I mean, that, you know, brown recluse spider bites are just horrendous and uh, because there's a lot of issues going on but we did it took oh, probably an entire winter season uh, of treating this horse regularly uh, to where we got it to where it was pretty much gone but it was it was a real challenge and you'll have those situations and that could be something here and, and the doc the docs thought well this you know I don't know what we're going to do and this isn't going to work try that and let's see what happens and uh, so we were pretty happy with how it uh, played out in that in that situation. So let's see. Um, new comments here. All right, help. A man I am treating has enlarged red blood cells. Could this be because they're more, wait a minute, more oxygenated and healthier? Well, if, if the if you look at the, if you go to the website and you look and you see the comparison between before and after a PMF treatment on the blood cells, uh, if there's ROLU, ROLU is when the cells are stacked up like a group of a roll of quarters and the blood, uh, the blood can, the oxygen can only get in on the edges of the, on the side of the blood cells. Well, what happens is we start putting oxygen in there and then they break up. And then you look at the picture, you got blood cells moving around 
you know, smoothly, nice oval size. And we, and at the same video, you'll see the white blood cells be doubled in size almost because they have good oxygenation and, and they're in good healthy state. Same thing takes place with the red blood cells. I don't know if I've ever seen where the cells actually get larger and, and going through that type of situation, but uh, that's certainly a question uh, for the doctor and, and what's going on there. But uh, good oxygenation will certainly make them healthier and appear uh, to be, they won't be as they won't look shriveled, let's put it that way. And uh, so they could appear to be larger in that situation. But uh, we're not doctors and we can't say that specifically. If there's something that's causing that, that's certainly something to talk about with the doctor. And there could be something going on there that you may not want to uh, MagnaWave regularly or whatever, if as long as the doctor understands what's going on. So that's what I would, that's what I would uh, check, but certainly, uh, we've seen the videos, we've seen the uh, dark, uh, the microscopy, uh, dark field microscopy that shows the difference between before and after treatments and how the cells look larger, healthier, and flowing more freely uh, through the body. There you go. Uh, let's see, PMF fixed my recluse bite. There you go, Lisa, thank you for, uh, thank you for saying that. Um, I'm thinking hydroway topically as well as internally. That's an answer to a question that someone has. Um, let's see. John says, hiya, just back very late at the party. Ah, okay. We'll have to go back and catch up. Hope all is well. Yes, John, all is well. I got your email yesterday. I'm taking a look at that and I'll get back to you on the information that you were uh, sharing. Uh, the blood flow, there you go. The blood flow uh, document has been uploaded. So if you've never seen that, you can click that link and have a look at the before and after on the blood flow. Larger red blood cells are possible. Uh, megablastic anemia. I have this, fewer cells, but they are larger. Kathy's uh, addressing that situation. It's called megablastic anemia with larger blood cells. The key there, and again, of course, you always want to be working with a doctor that you're, that, uh, certainly follow any doctor's recommendations as to what you're doing to help the body's wellness. But um, if it's a situation that they're healthy and they're feeling good, they just got larger blood cells, you know, if the doc's happy, you be happy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, when the semi five duo be available again? That's a good question. We are having some issues uh, on back orders on those devices and uh, uh, coming from California on the semi five duo. And um, we'll have a look at that and get you an answer posted accordingly. Uh, thank you. I've seen the blood video and even add a couple of screen shares for them. That's why I asked. Thanks so much. They are doing more tests and I've stopped until they have results. Perfect. That's the perfect thing to do, Sherry, is to uh, make sure that they are understanding what's going on and they want to control it and uh, handle it accordingly. Wow. We've been on here an hour. Uh, things are moving along. Let's see if there's any additional questions. Let me check the phone here real quick. See if anybody um, has a question. Nope. Things are quiet on the phone front. And uh, doesn't look like any additional questions initially right here on the chat box. So at this point, uh, we are just about out of time. I want to thank you uh, for being with me. And uh, we've had a great day. I think there's been some good questions asked, certainly some good questions asked. It always takes us a couple minutes to get going. But uh, thank you so much. Uh, wave on to better health. Have a great day. We love you guys. Bye-bye.